Adventures with My 40s. I'm Courtney Henning Novak, a 42-year-old woman doing my best to thrive during this decade of life. You can find the show notes at CourtneyHenningNovak.com. And here's the show. Hello, adventurers! Happy New Year! Happy 2022! Did I say that right? It, it feels like a tongue twister this year. 2022. Like, how many 2s and 20s can you say in one, like, one sentence. It's not a sentence. It's a word. A number. I don't fuck if I know. All right. See, we're off to a great start this year already, aren't we? This is episode 30 and it is Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. And it doesn't sound right. 2022. It's, is it ever going to sound right? Is it just because it's new? Okay. Well, there, we'll find out. And today is my kids' first day back at school. I think most schools tend to go back on Monday, at least around here, but we go to a Pasadena Unified and they use the high school as the site for Rose Parade float viewing. So I think the city always needs that one extra day to recover from the Rose Parade. I actually like it. It's It was nice to have one more day to not set an alarm. I slept in so much. Uh, of course, sleeping in now that I'm like almost 43, that I, I just put on my notes to on my to-do list that I have to record a new podcast intro because I'm almost 43. And I assume I recorded a new one for this year since I'm 42. I'm not even gonna check. Let's just let's just hope I've been saying I'm 42 with all the episodes I did, did this year. But yeah, sleeping in these days means like 7.30 or 8, but I'll take it, and I love it, and it's just nice to have those leisurely mornings, but it was nice to get back to the school routine today for however long that lasts. Okay, as we all know, if you've been listening to the show, my pronunciation is worth shit, so is it Omicron, Omicron, I don't know. It sounds like this sci-fi shit, and whatever the variant is. Uh, they test weekly. Wednesdays is my kids' test day. And we have not had quarantine yet this school year. Though my son's class, I don't think they've ever had to quarantine. The other kindergarten class had a quarantine really close to before vacation. And like they were down to like 10 kids that were allowed to go to school. But his class hasn't had to quarantine yet. Pippa's class, I think they've had to do it three times. But she was never a close contact, so she was there with like this like really pathetically small class a few times, but she got to go. But you know, it's January, they're gonna be tested tomorrow, and it just it just feels like our time is coming for the, you know, being a close contact and having to quarantine and it's you know, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. I am planning on January 22 being an S show because last January was just a big pile of feces. It was, you know, the numbers were up and it was, you know, we entered 21 with so much hope and optimism and this is it, the pandemic's over and then it got like worse before it got better and we, our pod went on hiatus for Pippa and and she's such an extrovert and needs to be around kids and she's also very busy and physical and uh she broke her nose at the end of last january so between not having pod the continuation of no school in person and not knowing when it would return and then breaking her nose and not being allowed to ride her bike or roller skate she was it was just 
a real shit heap of a month. And I'm going into this month thinking we could, you know, bring it on. Like we did it before, we can do it again. And whether one kid or both kids have to quarantine from school, I already have my backup plan in place. It's called unlimited screen time. <laughs> Basically as much as they'll watch. And uh, we did not, Pippa didn't, she's not like super into video games like her brother, but there is that Harry Potter Lego game for the Nintendo Switch. I should just order it now as my insurance policy because I know she'd love it and she'd love exploring it. So I think I should just buy it and <laughs> hide it as my backup plan. And when we get like, if the call comes, I'll be like, um, okay, but you get this amazing video game. Have fun. And then if Julian gets the call, it's not a problem because he... He's this busy, happy kid, but he also is just loves to slug it out. And if he has a week where it's like, all right, you can just watch YouTube, he is just going to be thrilled and we'll take walks and we'll get through it. Uh, if we got for January 21, I know we can do January 22. So here we are at the beginning of a new year. I wanted to do an episode before the end of the year, but we were just home a lot with the kids and I just, my energy just wasn't there. I was in like that cocooning hibernating mode and it was, it was wonderful. So, you know, if, if I had done an episode, I would have looked back at 21 and talked about my beginning. I don't do resolutions. I do projects. I love projects. Resolutions kind of bring up guilt and shame and like it feels like personal failings. Projects on the other hand it's like I'm gonna give this a try and we'll see if it sticks. Of course for a lot of people I bet the word project is like you know something that gives you a bad flashback to like you know some you know college class or I, I don't know what. So project is a great word for me. It might not be a great word for you but I love projects. I went into 2021 with a list of what I called all the projects with the plan of rebuilding momentum. I am a bit of a fanatic about momentum. I know I've talked about it here before. I'll talk about it again. And it's just, when I had postpartum depression, momentum was what the therapist, I was hospitalized for four nights, and the therapists just love to talk on and on about momentum. I had, a, they had group therapy, and I stayed over a weekend. Like I think I was hospitalized like on a Thursday night, and then, so I would have been there on a Saturday, Sunday, so all the shifts changed with me. And the, so I got a different therapist every day. And every therapist, I have a sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me for sneezing on the air. But, you know, along with my pronunciation, it's just part of the um, Courtney Novak experience. So four different therapists in four days, and they all talked about momentum and how the first time, if you haven't gotten off your chair in a long time, the first time you get off it, it just feels really hard to do. But then the second time you do it, it feels a little less hard. And then by the time you've done it 50 times, it's like no big deal. And you've forgotten that it was ever difficult to get out of the chair. And I definitely experienced, and you know, at first I was like, well, what the fuck are they talking about? This just sounds like cheesy, you know, affirmation shit that they would make fun of on Saturday Night Live. But as I got back into life, and as my Zoloft kicked in, I needed the Zoloft to get, like, to jumpstart my momentum. But as I got my energy and my, um, 
not mindset, but as the anxiety ebbed and I could see life more clearly and got like headspace back, uh, the more I did things, the more I wanted to do things. And it really was like, okay, I went on a walk without anyone helping me with the baby today. And now I'm a little bored and I'm over it and I want to go to the mall. And then it was like I was going to the mall and after, and for a while that felt like a really big deal. And then after I'd gone to the mall a bunch of times, I was like, this is kind of boring. I, I was worried that I was getting depressed again and realized it was boring. And then I started going to museums and botanical gardens with Pippa. And it was, so I saw through that experience how momentum helped me. So I knew at the end of 2020, I needed momentum. And so I started all the projects at the beginning of 21. I'm not going to list them out here. I'll put um, a link to it in the show notes. And I did not finish most of the projects. A lot of them got abandoned after a few months. I had all these charts and I made them and they were like were pretty with hearts and I filled them in every night and it was what I wanted to do until suddenly after a few months, I didn't want to do it. And I threw out the charts. And but the thing is, even though I didn't finish most of the projects or abandoned a bunch of them or just forgot about them, <laughs> like I was doing a weekly tarot check. And that was really fun for a while. And then I just put my deck of cards in a different drawer and completely forgot about it until like a week or two ago, I was going through like, um, took the kids to an indoor playground. And so I went through all like my, you know, I, I dug up the blog post of what I'd done at 21 to see like, okay, what did I actually do? And I was like, oh my God, I completely forgot I was into tarot at the beginning of the year and literally just stuck the cards in a drawer. So, but I moved on from that. It was just something I needed at the time. So Although technically I'd have to give myself an overall D on all the projects I started at the beginning of 21 for because I didn't complete, I ended the year with like more momentum than I've ever had in my life. And my momentum feel my momentum, I'm a fanatic about it, but it feels dazzling and energized. And I ended up taking on a lot of things in 21 that I hadn't planned on. Like I became an AYSO rep for um, Pippa's team. We got a pet hamster. I became the room parent coordinator for our PTA. And I finished all the work that I could do on my first um, first novel, which I call my room mom com. And I actually am in the process of hiring an editor so that I can then overhaul it, do whatever work I need to do that I, that I couldn't see because I just, I think I worked on it too long and I should have stopped working on it a few months ago, but it's the first novel. It's a learning experience. It's a steep curve. So um, I did a lot in 2021 and I grew a lot and there were a lot of challenges. You know, we had, it's incredible to look back and think like, oh my God, this time last year, we were in just the darkest month of the, of the pandemic for me and my kids and for, for Nathan in terms of like Pippa breaking her nose and not having pod. And here we are, and they're both at school today. Will they both be at school <laughs> on Thursday after the COVID tests come back, who the fuck knows? But I'm in a much better headspace and ready to, you know, just tackle whatever challenges are coming our way. So here we are, 2022, and I definitely want to do more projects just to keep the momentum going. Projects, I just, I love them and they jazz me up. I, um, of course, it might not be your style. I learned about, oh my gosh, there's this book, I'm completely blanking on the name and I can't pronounce the author's name. Let me look it up later and put it in the show notes. I'm putting it in my notes now. Happier book from PPD days. It was, uh, I think her name's Sonia with a J and then it's like a love you to me. See, you know, I I can see it in my head. Cannot for the life of me pronounce it. But my sister introduced me to that book when I was recovering and 
it had like personality tests that uh, um, it, it was like there's different ways to increase your happiness. This is, she was I think she's a happiness psychologist, and and we all and all the ways work for everyone, but we all are drawn to certain ways. And one of the ways I tested on was projects. And it was just like an epiphany for me at the time. Like, oh my gosh, I really do love projects. Ever since I was a kid, if I think back to what jazzed me up as a kid, it was projects. So this is why I'm doing, I set up like a list of 22 projects for 2022. I came up, I did not, I was coming up with a list of random projects. And then I have been listening to a ton of Gretchen Rubin's po podcast, Happier. I binged on her books around Thanksgiving time, um, audiobooks. There's The Happiness Project, and then I, um, she wrote a few others. Um, one was about, at first, the first one I think that came across my radar was this decluttering one. So binge them all, love them, and she and her sister do this podcast Happier, and they were talking about 21 and 21 and what they're 22 and 22, and it's kind of like, for them, it's not so much projects, but it's just like what they want to get done. So, you know, you could call it projects, you could call it not resolutions. And so I was inspired by them. I was like, yes, 22 and 22, that just has a, a dazzling ring to it. So here's mine, and we'll, it'll be fun to see what actually happens, what I completely say, like, blow off, and what I, you know, make progress on or what changes. So, number one, knit Christmas stockings every year around, you know, November 28th, I start thinking, I'd love to make homemade Christmas stockings. It's never fucking going to happen in December. There's too much already happening in December. But I do love knitting and crocheting. And these would be a great project to just work on at any time during the year. It doesn't have, you know, I can make stockings in July. So number one, knit Christmas stockings. Number two, catch up on our family photo albums. I started I got through most of 2020. I do these on Shutterfly. We have, I mean, I haven't made a book since Julian was born. I do make our annual wall calendar. I am, and again, I'm inspired by Gretchen Rubin because she's sort of the, she's like the memory keeper, the designated memory keeper in her family. I'm, it's definitely not Nathan. You're not going to see Nathan scrapbooking anytime. So, and I do actually enjoy it. So I want, and but it's one of those things where when you have so much to do, it's like, how am I going to get through like six years of photos? But it's like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to work my way back in time. I'm going to get finished 2020, do 2021, and then I'll work my way back. It'll get done. And I'd like to see how far I actually get this year. Okay, number three, set the kids up with their own bedrooms. That's actually, I'm trying to get that done this month. We, we have a three-bedroom house the kids have been sharing, and it's just time. And this front bedroom is like a guest room slash toy room slash my office slash piano slash shithole. So it's time to just make it Pippa's room and make the other one Julian's room. And I promised her I'd paint this room. So this, you know, setting the kids up with their own bedrooms is, you know, item three. But it has like so many sub parts because like I've never painted a room inside the house before, but I love painting things. So it's like... I can do this. Tons of people paint. I can learn how to paint a fucking room. I might actually start watching a YouTube tutorial later today. I am going to get this shit done. Or you'll hear me tell about the disaster and my uh, hiring some painters. We'll see what happens. Number four, paint the kitchen cupboards. Number five, finish decluttering. I have finished in quotes because I know that decluttering, you just, you don't finish it and it's like you're done for the rest of your life. But I need, 
oh, I need to finish like the decluttering that we have. Number six, deep clean the house. So numbers three through six are definitely stuff about the house. Number seven, publish my first novel. Number eight, write the rough draft of my second room mom novel. Number nine, go boogie boarding five times. I think we went boogie boarding twice last summer and it was so much fun. The kids love it. I did it. I loved it. We have the boogie boards now. So that's sort of, um, you know, the starting energy of anything new. That's, it, it's always harder. It always feels like it's more difficult. And I, so that would mean like having five beach days, which I think would be wonderful and lovely. So there, number 10, get a ping pong table. That involves cleaning out the garage. And then we put the ping pong table, we'd get like a foldable one and keep it in there. We had, uh, we went out of town. My parents got this really bitching Airbnb for Thanksgiving and my brother's family drove down and it was really wonderful. And one of the things they had there was a ping pong table and me and Nathan played and it, it we just had so much fun. And we've played ping pong together before, but it was just like, we enjoyed it so much. And um, it's not like I'm, I'm not going to advocate ping pong as like your cardio routine, but it was like, it was fun. It was exhilarating. I would really, I've always wanted to own a ping pong table and I, I, I just want to try to get, make it happen this year. Number 11, read 100 books for myself. I, I, I read 103 books in 2021, but a bunch of them were with Julian and Captain Underpants does not count as a book for myself as much as we bonded over it. So I'm trying again to read 100 books for myself this year. 12, cook with mushrooms. Okay, whenever I cook with mushrooms, I'm like, God, this is so good. I love mushrooms. And yet I, have, I haven't cooked with them that much. I just have this mind block about cooking with mushrooms. So um, as part of that, it's... Um, I find that if I'm too vague, like if number 11 was just read a lot of books for myself, it would be like, well, whatever. So I have to be specific. My goal is to read 100 books for myself. And um, number 12, cook with mushrooms. I have tried 12 new recipes that involve our favorite fungi. So we'll see about that. Number 13, use my button maker. I bought myself a button maker for Christmas. Nathan often doesn't know what to get me, so I buy myself something and then he can wrap it. He did not wrap it this year, he forgot, but still, it's, fuck it, it's mine. I'm not waiting till my birthday. So um, hopefully I can use that this week and get started. Number 14, get a new enamel pin every month. I love enamel pins. I have I've had like five of them and they were on, on my jean jacket. And then at the end of last year, I bought myself one that I found on Etsy of Iris Apple, who I, I adore. She's, she's a hundred years old now. And she's like one of those style icons and she just inspires me so much. And I got it and I got this new red cardigan. I just put it on and it made me happy. I tend to be an underbuyer and I, like wait until the last minute to buy things like uh, if I needed soccer cleats for soccer. And I was like, well, you might grow. So we're going to wait as long as possible. And so we did it like the week before she needed them. And of course, everyone had bought their soccer cleats before us. And it was like, they were down to like, we found one pair that fit her. It wasn't like you get to choose from the five pairs. We were at Dick's and they're like, oh, we're basically out. It's like, great. So this is me working on being a little less of an underbuyer. I love enamel pins. 
they're tiny it's a fun collection to have I think what I'm going to end up doing is making a felt like banner for myself that I can hang them on so um I ordered mine for January and I was like well I got Iris Apple which I loved for December and then Betty White died in almost 100 and I, I love Betty White so I I went online to find a Betty White one and then found this enamel pin of the Golden Girls and I was like yes so that's gonna it's it's not coming for like a week I'm very excited for that and it's such a tiny thing these things sell for like 12 bucks or less on Amazon maybe you know an expensive one would be 20 bucks so I'm just exploring this this passion number 15 learn how to play the Super Mario Brothers theme on the piano I was playing the piano more over December it was fun I was I originally put this down as play the piano more but that was too vague so I gave myself a song number 16 Create another graphics-heavy book in the tradition of the distance learning activity book for parents just barely holding on to their last shred of sanity. I made that book in October 2020. Excuse me, I need a little sip of coffee here. It was so much fun. I loved it. And um, I keep thinking I want to make more of those. And um, the one that's bubbling up to the surface right now is something involving um, room moms. And it might not be an activity book so much as a... Um, like a, a guidebook um so like a, it, it, it's it's humor for moms so i want to explore more of that number 17 learn a tap dance routine to footloose i found it on youtube it's fun uh i had tap dance on my projects for 2021 and what i've learned from last year's projects is that vagueness is just like a guarantee of it's not gonna happen so i put that there Number 18, decorate with pom-poms. I love pom-poms, making them from yarn. And I have like a whole Pinterest board called like pom-pom pandemonium. And I just I just want to do it, have some fun. I'm setting up a new desk area for myself, which is part of uh, giving Pippa her own room. I lose my desk here, so I'm going to have it somewhere else. And I think I should like decorate the windows with some pom-poms. Okay, number 19, go to Hogwarts at Universal Studios with Pippa. Number 20, study Carl Jung. I have been fascinated by him for year, by years, for years. He's not really available on audiobook, and I think the audiobooks that they have, it's just the sort of thing you need to sit down and read. So I've got it right here. Um, Modern Man in Search of a Soul by C.G. Jung. And it's on my desk now, and I started reading it yesterday. I, I just feel drawn to his work. So there we go. Number 21, um, I'm also feeling drawn to Sylvia Plath these days but I decided to just stick with young because that's been longer that something that I just haven't had time to read number 21 put family pictures in seasonal frames to rotate throughout the year got this idea from Gretchen Rubin too you know if you have out you know we have out pictures but if you keep it out the same one for like years and years you kind of just like stop appreciating it and she suggested having you know the Christmas photos in Christmassy frames and bringing them out as decorations and I was like that is a fantastic idea So it's something I'd like to work on but first I got to finish decluttering and like organize the house and then I'll actually have the brain space to do that and number 22 Get a posh trash can for the kitchen. Yes uh, Under buyer again, and um, we just have one of those white plastic bins with an open and no lid and I'm done I'm just done I'm almost 43, and God damn it, I want a fancy trash can for the kitchen. So it's happening. Okay, oh my gosh, how long have I been talking for? Okay, not yet a half hour, but I, I don't, you can hear my voices going. 
hope I don't have any Omicron or Omicron or whatever you pronounce it. Okay, so those are my 22 projects in 22. I also like to do my, so my work in 2021 was rebuilding my momentum and I'm going to keep it going with these 22, but my work in the body, mind, spirit realm, um, I do like to pick a word of the year and my word this year is reclaim and I think I'll talk about that more in another episode, but I just wanted to throw it out here because it's the personal work I'm doing. And I, I just, I've kept thinking the word reclaim has just kept bubbling to the surface. Like I want to reclaim my body. I want to reclaim my inner monologue. I want to reclaim my beliefs. And um, so that's what I want to work on this year. And I kind of I was brainstorming how I wanted to put the word into action and how it was going to guide me for the year. And I ended up dividing my work into, um, I found that there were like four main areas I wanted to work on, so I divided it into quarters. So for January, February, March, I'm working on Reclaim the House. Then the next three months will be Reclaim My Body. And after that, it will be Reclaim My Inner Child. And for the last three months of 2022, it will be Reclaim My Stories. And I think it would be a bit much to try to get into all of that today. So I am planning for my next podcast episode to talk more about um, Operation Reclaim My Life uh, with a particular for focus on Reclaim the House, which is a lot of the 2022 projects feed into that because it's finished decluttering, get Pippa her own room, do some painting, and uh, deep clean this house and just make it feel like the home that I want. But you know, I could talk about that for 40 minutes, but I, I feel like, or, you know, however long. But I feel like that's been enough rambling um, to start off 2022. I hope wherever you are, you are uh, doing well and healthy and that you don't have an S show of a January 2022. But if you do, just know, like, we got this. We, we bring it on. We can do it. We did January 2021. We can do January 2022. And, oh, soon I'll have to do an episode about turning 43. But you know what? Like I said, that's enough for one episode. I will, I think I'm going to do this weekly. I know I've said that before, but I think I will. I'll be back. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Adventures with My 40s. You can reach me through my website, CourtneyHenningNovak.com, or on Instagram at Courtney.Novak. If you're enjoying the show, subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. Have a great and wonderful week.